Welcome back to the Modern Fedora Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Hernandez, and I am joined today by my co-host, Dominic Meyer. Hello. So a quick disclaimer for this episode, guys. We'll be stating facts along with our personal opinions. So while you shouldn't be, if you're afraid of being offended, maybe you shouldn't be here. Yeah, we mean that in the nicest way possible. Just some of the things that we say you may not agree with, and that's okay. That's why it's called an opinion. But getting on with the episode, today we'll be talking about something we view as very important. Something that usually gets overlooked by most people, and that's how to be classy. However, not only how to be classy, but also how to do it on a budget. Because let's face it, we're not millionaires. And we probably won't be anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, unless you come into, you know, a big chunk of change while you're sitting at, at home in this quarantine, we probably won't be. Could happen. Birds tend to drop money. Yeah, I mean, hey, if that happens, let me know where you live and I will come there and collect some of the money that falls. But just because we're not uh, millionaires doesn't mean that we can't dress nice. Am I right? For sure. I hope you out there also agreeing with me because that would just be awkward silence if you're listening and you didn't and you don't agree. But then that leaves. Where do we begin? I mean, there's so many options where you know to explore and to dressing nice. Where do we begin? Let's just start with the basics of the basics, and that's dressing casually. Okay, so what is our definition of casual wear? Well, if you Google the word casual, you'll find the definition being relaxed or unconcerned. So to us, this would mean just hanging out with friends, unless, of course, you're on Zoom, then wear sweats because you deserve it. And you shouldn't be hanging out with your friends because COVID. But I mean, hey, if you are, (laughs) hope you wear a mask. Like the last episode, use your imaginations a little bit. If you have to go out shopping or even if you head to a nice sit-down restaurant. Yes, of course, all of this hopefully is within the COVID guidelines from the CDC, but hey, that's topic for another time. So the first aspect we're going to talk about is kind of important, but because it's such a small aspect, sometimes people don't think of it when they think of dressing nice and dressing casually. They're just like, well, you know what? It's not that big of a deal. It's accessories. Yeah, it's accessories. So, like, necklaces and rings? (laughs) No. (laughs) No. (laughs) I personally, as you said in the beginning, this is our opinion, but I think my opinion is guys should not wear necklaces. Unless, you know, it has some kind of meaning to you that, you know, like your daughter made it for you or something. I don't know. I think you should leave it home or give it to your wife. I mean, like he said, there are times when... You would wear a necklace. Maybe it has huge value to you, sentimentally or whatever, but take that as you may. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just don't feel that a dude should wear a necklace. It just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. (laughs) But I I feel the same way with rings. Unless you're married, then you know you should wear your wedding band because, I mean, your wife might get mad if you don't. But, you know, other than that, I don't think you should wear one. Yeah, and I do like a good bracelet that also kind of falls into 
accessories that are sometimes controversial. You don't know what kind of bracelet to wear, but sometimes it just completes the look. But there's also some good ring options if you do have to wear one, like we talked about. For example, groove rings Not or any other, any other kind of silicone rings. Uh, they feel a little more comfortable. They're cheaper. They're more customizable. Yeah, exactly. And we're not sponsored by Groove, but uh, hey, if they, if you guys are listening, you guys that work at Groove, if you're listening and want to sponsor us, go for it. We are open to the idea. You can go ahead and put the Modern Fedora podcast on a Groove ring. We'll wear it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we will. We will feature it. We will. Our uh, fans, hopefully there are any, won't be able to see us, but we will state that we are we are wearing them and we will wear them. But now, just because we say you can wear a bracelet doesn't mean you should wear any type of bracelet. Now, there's there are tons of bracelets. Tons, 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 tons. They have some that look like a five-year-old made it as a friendship bracelet. They have some that are nice and leather. They have some that are thick, some that are thin, some that are metal, some are chained, some... Wooden beads. Yeah, it's just... Metal beads. <laughs> all type <Rock>. of beads. <laughs> just <laughs> plain out rocks picked straight f- f- uh, out of the ground. Just, it's a rock. Let's make it into a bracelet. Sell there, it on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, there are a few good bracelet options, though. Like, I have a Lava Rock bracelet, and I love it. It's awesome. It, it's black. It goes with a lot of things. I also have a thin leather bracelet. And, again, it goes with everything it's brown but use your thinking like if okay for example your daughter makes you a bracelet you love it i mean of course it's from your kid or you've had this bracelet ever since you were in high school or college and it means you know a lot to you but if it has your class name on it right would you wear it to a business meeting in person most likely the answer is no Think, too, about colors, and this goes for the band itself or also beads. Uh, my co-host mentioned that he has a br- bracelets that are brown. I have some that are brown or black, nice leather. That's easier to wear to multiple like, uh, different places as opposed to it being bright red or neon green or something like that. <laughs> yeah, because just think logically. What would you wear to a business meeting? On Zoom, in person, what would you wear to a business meeting? You know, would you wear a neon green bracelet to a business meeting, or would you wear a black bracelet to a business meeting? The chances are you'd wear the you would wear the black one. So go with the black bracelet if you're if you're comfortable. If you know you want to amp up your style just a little bit, you know that's probably why you're listening to this podcast. But you know, buy a simple thin a black bracelet. It, just buy it, wear it. You know, and yep. and soon if you don't, you'll look, you know, you'll look down at your wrist and be like, "Where's my bracelet? It's it it's gone." <laughs> you know, and that's where we're trying to get y'all. We're trying to get you guys to feel that way when you look down and don't see your bracelet on your wrist. It's <laughs> <laughs> a problem. Yeah, and you can have one that looks like multiple bracelets. You can have you can have multiple bracelets on your arm. You know, on your wrist. Um, just use common sense like if your bracelet stack is like two inches thick that's probably shouldn't mm -mm, you you can't bend your elbow because you have bracelets all the way up your arm like a sleeve i think you're a little bit addicted i hope that you know you don't like i mean hey if you want to go out casually with that i mean that there's a place 
you know, if you, you know, you go to the beach and you're just chilling in your board shorts and, you know, if you're in shape, I'm not, but if you are and you want to go shirtless and you have, you know, your armful of bracelets, fine. But we're not talking about that. That's another episode. This is normal fashion you would wear out to town or whatever. And it honestly, it to me, it doesn't look the best. It looks, it looks kind of messy. And this is the Modern Fedora podcast. So we're not just talking about wardrobes here. We're talking about wardrobes that signify you more of that gentleman type, that little bit fancier style. Think Cary Grant. If you're too young, Google him or ask your parents or Sean Connery. You know, sadly, he he just passed, but he was the original James Bond. You know, think those actors and how you would address. And if you don't want to listen to this entire, you know, this this whole podcast, watch a movie with Cary Grant, any movie with Cary Grant, and look at how he dresses, and you will you'll see how a gentleman should dress. The classiness is obvious. I mean. He's, I think he's British, and of course, you know, those, uh, those British actors are just something hits about different. Unfortunately, we don't have that going for us. <laughs> Sadly, no, I am not British. Yeah, but don't worry, we're not just talking about accessories for your arm or your hand or your elbow. You know, if that's how many uh, 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 the bracelets you wear, we're also talking about our heads. Now, I'm not saying you know, get a haircut or whatever, but we're going to talk about our favorite, what our podcast is named after, more specifically, fedoras. Yeah, fedoras have inspired us so much that they're literally in the name of our show, like (laughs) Noah said. Yeah, yeah, they are. But not a lot of people wear or even know of fedora. Yeah, they're actually quite rare, and this is because they're usually considered as a very fancy accessory, but the truth is, a fedora is actually a very versatile weapon. Yeah, it doesn't have to be fancy. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, if you're a short person, then the first thing they see is your head. You have a fedora on it, and they'll be like, oh, look at you amping up your style. That's awesome. (laughs) Good job. Good for you. And... You know, and it, but it can also be kind of confusing because there are so many different types. There's short brimmed, wide brimmed. There's different colors. There's cloth. There's straw. There's so many different types. There's summer fedoras. There's winter fedoras. Yes, yes. Yeah. Personally, I have a probably medium uh, brimmed pinstripe fabric fedora, and it is one of my favorite fedoras ever yeah i have a medium brimmed weaved fedora and it's great because it works for more casual stuff like we're talking about in this section but also more of the semi-formal that we'll get into a little bit later yeah like we said a very versatile weapon it can you know but you need to find the right fedora for the right occasion and the right outfit because and for you it needs to fit your face like my co-host <laughs> yeah. said there's so many different brim <laughs> options and styles it's got to look on you it's got to look good yeah if if you get one you know your face is one shape and you get a wide brimmed and it just if you think it doesn't look good then don't get it <laughs> don't, don't invest get it. in something that you're not going to like because hats can be expensive sometimes in speaking from personal experience if you get something you don't like it you're not going to wear it 
You're just not. I mean, don't even try to hide that from yourself. If you get it and you you don't like it, you're not going to wear it. Plain and simple. <laughs> yeah. If, However, if you like it in the store, but when you get home, you're a little nervous to wear it, put it on and go outside. Don't even look in a mirror. Just put it on and go outside and see how many compliments you get. Just see. Even if it's one compliment. Even if it's just one. Would you have gotten that compliment if you didn't wear the fedora? Exactly. What are people going to say? Hey, I like your hair. It's the same as it was yesterday. <laughs> or are yeah. they going to say, man, you look really nice with that buff, uh, that hat. You look really sharp. You know? So, you know, just use use your good uh, uh, judgment. Now, when I say a fedora, I also know they make some fedoras for women. That is not what we are talking about because we are not women. So we can't give you style <laughs> options. <laughs> Sorry about that. If you want style options, let us know. And we will invite our sisters on to talk about uh, 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 some style options. But just because we're not talking about that, ladies, if you're listening, you don't have to leave. Because do you want your man to be well-dressed? I mean, do you want him to go out in a t-shirt or do you want him to go out dressed nice like a gentleman? Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of t-shirts, we're going to go on to the next uh, subject. What's one thing that people notice about you when you meet a new person? Eyes? (laughs) No. (laughs) A a little lower (laughs) than that. a A little lower. It's their shirt. Their, their shirt. I mean, some could say eyes. Yes, that's, you know, a fine, but... We're talking about clothing here. Yes, and you meet a person who has a really cool t-shirt on. You know, aside the part of being, you know, trying to dress like a, a gentleman, aside that, you meet a person with a really cool shirt on. You, you really like their shirt, and you say, Oh, bro, nice shirt. Are you going to remember what color the eyes are, or are you going to remember what was on their shirt? Chances are you're going to remember what was on their shirt. I don't even know my own eye color. I mean, I think it's hazel. It could be green. I honestly have no clue. I don't know. And if you see a good shirt, a good shirt will move you to want and go buy the same shirt or same style because you're inspired. You're like, wow, that's just so awesome. Exactly. And that's the first step, too. You buy, think you buy a nice hat. You buy a fedora, wink, wink. And then <laughs> you buy a nice shirt. Then you say, oh, but I need, you know, s- uh, some pants. Don't worry, we're going to get into that a little later in- into the episode. So you buy a nice pair of pants. Then you buy a nice pair of shoes. And then you, before you know it, you have built this outfit from guess what? One other person. Or one object that you bought before you bought <laughs> this shirt. So now going back to the topic of shirts. The first one we're going to talk about is a button-up shirt. For those of you that don't know what a button-up shirt is, because I know there are a few of you out there, it's a shirt that you put your arms into, you bring it up to the front, and you button it up down the middle. It usually has a collar, and it has little buttons on your cuffs. Yes, that's... That's a button-up shirt. It's in the name. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. But don't just think because it's one shirt, you can only wear a a one-way. Oh, no, my friends. 
there are multiple ways to wear this open and closed. And when it's closed, again, multiple ways to wear it. So let's get into it. A button up. Granted, I'm going to be honest here. These are not the most comfortable shirts. You're not going to want to wear this all day long doing vigorous activity. This is more of like the restaurant option we talked about. Yes. Or, I don't know, maybe even the movies. <laughs> yes, this is nice. But also, when you wear a button-up shirt, normally when you wear it with like a suit, you button it all the way to the top button. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you're not wearing it with a suit and a tie, don't button it up. Unbutton the first two buttons and you'll be fine. And you should be wearing an undershirt, just to yes. be clear. Yes, please. If you're to that age where you started to grow some chest hair, no one wants to see your chest hair. Nobody. Trust Get me. I have seen it on, you know, myself, and I don't want to show it to anybody else. I've seen it on other people. And it's, okay, okay, just think about this, okay? Simon Cowell, he's a great man. But do you see how much chest hair he shows on America's Got Talent? <laughs> He's a, a great man. He's a great father. He loves his kids. His kids love him. But do you really want to see Simon Cowell chest hair screaming at you when you meet someone new? No, it's gross. Not in particular. No. <laughs> <laughs> so wear an undershirt. I choose uh, an undershirt that's a t-shirt, but it's a breathable type of fabric and it wicks away moisture. You know, you can choose if you want a tank top underneath. My dad wears a tank top. Uh, underneath his I wear a t-shirt you know just make sure that you have something and very important to note if it's a white a button-up shirt wear a white undershirt yes very important because you will see the undershirt from underneath the white shirt (laughs) especially if it's a really thin fabric button-up uh, you will see, you get in the sun or something, you will see whatever shirt you're wearing underneath. If you're wearing a tank top, you will see the tank top straps in your arms. Yes, and we are telling you this because we are speaking from experience, ladies and gentlemen. We have done this before. <laughs> so it's, experience. Been it's been bad. Okay, so just keep that noted. So that's uh, the, the first way to wear it, uh, a buttoned up and closed is unbutton the top two buttons and tucked in if you know you want to go for that kind of look you can untuck it but when you do that i recommend rolling up the sleeves to a little lower than your elbow and then um you know and then you it'll just look nice It'll look you gotta be really careful with the untucked because if you do it the wrong way, you'll just look sloppy, and you don't want to look sloppy. <laughs> yes, if if you untuck it and you see it has wrinkles, tuck it in. And <laughs> 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 tuck it in. Save yourself the embarrassment and tuck it in. Yeah, if you're having your button up buttoned all the way up and your sleeves all the way down, don't untuck the bottom because then you already cross your T's and dyed your eyes everywhere else, and now you're un- untucked. You just look. You just look not put together. No, you look bad. So that's a fine line to walk between the unbuttoned and buttoned and tucked in. Another way to wear it is open. Now, does that mean open with nothing underneath? No. Again, we're not going to the beach. Oh, please no. (laughs) Please no. Unless you look like, for all you Latin fans out there, Cristiano Ronaldo or are you... 
American fans, Chris Evans, you know, don't wear your button up <laughs> open with nothing underneath. Even I if mean, you do look like him, I don't think you're going to get a job if you walk into a job interview <laughs> with nothing under your button up. Yeah. I mean, depends what kind of job you're going for. But, I mean, hey, <laughs> you know. Um, we won't get into that now. Yeah, that's not even for another episode. We're just going to cut that off there. <laughs> um, so, you know, you can have white underneath, um, which is what I recommend for just a casual going out, looking nice look, is just an open button-up shirt with a white undershirt. Now, I didn't say tank top. No, I said white t-shirt, plain white t-shirt underneath. Very important. Because if you have it, if you have a tank top unbuttoned, you're going to look like, I don't know, the Godfather or something. I don't know. You're, you're going to look like a mob boss or something. So make sure it's a white, a plain white t-shirt underneath with your open button-up shirt. You know, and then just just work with it. You know, I personally like a darker shirt on top and a lighter shirt underneath. That's my personal preference. I just think and it I- looks better. I personally prefer the open button-up shirt option because it makes you feel a little more free because you're not all buttoned in, but yet you still look classy because you got that button up on the outside. And then if there is a circumstance where you need to button up, you just button it up. You change yes. your look completely. Yes. Like, sp- again, speaking from experience, if you spill something on your T-shirt underneath, just just button up that sucker and you're Use fine. That. <laughs> you're fine. So... Yeah, so those are three options that you can use for a button-up. But say you don't want to go so fancy, don't worry, we got you. You can also wear a polo. Now, a lot of you might not know what a polo is, and that's totally fine. Totally fine. Don't worry. I just thought it was a game until <laughs> until I introduced myself to this topic of actually caring what I look like. <laughs> I'll describe a polo to you like this. A button-up shirt has a child with a t-shirt and you get a polo yeah pretty much i couldn't have, couldn't have explained it better if i tried <laughs> it's one of the most comfortable casual looking nice shirts that you will own if that makes any sense <laughs> because the material depending on on what you get the material is soft so you don't feel like you're wearing something that's very uncomfortable. But it also looks nice if you're going to go to like an event or something. And here's something awesome about polo materials is uh, they make polos with moisture wicking. So you can go out and do an activity like golfers wear polos like that for this purpose. You know, do an activity, sweat a little bit, and you'll feel okay because you're wearing this shirt that wicks away all your moisture. Yeah. And then, you know, you can, you can, uh, you can style that with some jeans and the fedora and bada bing, bada boom. You will look great. You will look great. And I, I think that's pretty much it on a polo because you can't really wear it open because it's like sewn clothes. It's like one, a complete shirt. So if you're wearing an open polo, it means you cut your shirt and then you should just not bought it (laughs) then you have more problems than your wardrobe exactly you are mentally unstable if you cut your polo open (laughs) now the next we're going to talk about is a t-shirt now 
a t-shirt is also a very fine line to walk. Very fine line to walk. Indeed. Because you don't want to go too informal, but you also don't want to go too formal. Because, yes, there is such a thing as too formal t-shirts. For sure. Yeah. So, like, let's see. You can wear a t-shirt. I love a good t-shirt. I like wearing t-shirts. I prefer this option out of the first two. T-shirts are the best. Sometimes the occasion doesn't call for a t-shirt. It calls for something a little more serious. Like, you're not going to wear a t-shirt to a wedding. That would be ridiculous. That would, one, be rude. (laughs) And two, very ridiculous. Like he mentioned, very, very ridiculous. Um, So... If you if you're gonna wear a t-shirt out, make it uh, a plain t-shirt, either white, black, gray. It doesn't matter. Just make sure that it's a plain t-shirt. I personally prefer darker colors if you're going plain because then it hides things better than a white will. If you very get true. wet, you see everything underneath. <laughs> if you very true. stain something on it, you see that very obviously. If you're wearing a white t-shirt. Very true. And one very important aspect that a lot of people also overlook about this is getting a t-shirt that actually fits. Because if you get one that's too big, you'll look sloppy and it just won't look good. If you get one that's too small, you'll look sloppy. (laughs) Either way, too big or too small, you'll look sloppy. Now, if there's one thing I've learned about buying a t-shirt, it's you know, the most important thing is get one that fits. Get one that fits. Even if you're going through a weight loss period, which I have experience with, which we will talk about again in another episode, still get a t-shirt that fits. You can always go to a thrift store and buy another t-shirt for your weight loss process. You know, if if that's what you want. The most important thing I can't stress enough is get a t-shirt that fits. Please. You don't want to. You don't want to go to the store or something and look like you're wearing a nighty because your t-shirt <laughs> is so huge. Yes, and I have some from when I I lost weight. I have some that look like a nighty, and hey, they they're comfortable. But I was never. I will never wear one out in public unless the rest of my wardrobe has burned down, and then I would wear like a jacket or something. And then, final option, wear a t-shirt that's too big. Yeah, take them two big t-shirts to goodwill or save them for your pjs yeah i have one that i that i get my haircut in because you know you get your haircut the little hairs they fall into the shirt and it gets all itchy i have one for that (laughs) you know (laughs) use it for cleaning use it for something you know just use it for something other than wearing unless you're going to sleep in it (laughs) so you know so now we've gotten the hat we've gotten the fedora we've gotten the shirt now we're going to move a little bit further and go to pants. Yes. We're going to talk about pants. So, and pants are also important. Now, there's a big controversy about this. And I think we like to talk about controversial subjects. <laughs> but <laughs> it's jeans. Dark versus light. Now, I'm not going to diss either because both have their place. They, I, have sure. a, I have multiple pairs of both kinds. But where to wear dark and where to wear light, that's what we're going to be talking about. Right here on this episode, right now, you are tuning in to the battle of dark versus light jeans. It's about to get real. (laughs) It's going down for real. 
So the, f- the first option, dark jeans. Now, when I say dark, I don't mean dark blue jeans. No, blue jeans should not be put in this classy topic. <laughs> they no. shouldn't. Blue jeans, just no, they're, they're not. No, <laughs> don't wear blue jeans if you're trying to be classy. Wear blue jeans to work. Blue jeans are not classy at all. They're not. You've, you're going to look like you came from work. Even if you have a nice top, you're going to look like you came from work. Don't wear blue jeans. What I'm talking about is dark, as in black, or a dark gray, or something like that. Black. And then light, I mean like a, like a whitewash pair of jeans. Which are not only for uh, which are not only for the ladies, guys. Trust me, they're not. I have a pair of light wash jeans, and they look awesome. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm glad <laughs> to hear that. Now, white jeans. I'm gonna be serious for a second, guys. Don't wear white jeans. Are you a painter? Probably not. <laughs> are you a woman? No, <laughs> don't wear <laughs> white jeans. Don't. Like, there's that one thing, don't wear white af- after Labor Day. If you're a dude, don't wear white after you're born. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> you can't control what your your mom wears. So if your mom wore white jeans when, when, when she was uh, pregnant with you, that's fine. But from the moment you can start making your own jean choices, don't wear white jeans. Don't. Just take those blue jeans, put them in your work drawer, take those white jeans, and take them to Goodwill. Don't even take them to Goodwill. Throw them away. Unless they were like $40, $50 jeans, then go ahead, take them. But, you know, because I know how expensive jeans can be. But don't wear white jeans, please. If there's one thing me. that you take away from this podcast, <laughs> don't wear white jeans. Don't wear white jeans. Hopefully we catch you before you start buying stuff because we don't want you to get a white pair of jeans and then regret it. Yes, if if you're listening to us in the store and you put those white jeans on that rack to get checked out and scanned, take them off right now. Just whoop, take them out, pick them up. If the cashier already grabbed them, rip them out of their hand and like <laughs> eat it behind you. Hopefully it'll hit a person in the head. That'd be funny. And I'm, send I'm us a kidding. video. <laughs> yes, <laughs> in the in the link somewhere on our anchor page there should be some way to contact us somewhere um but yeah okay so back to the topic dark versus light Uh, black jeans just generally look better they're just generally nicer for you know different things um going out to town and everything they're nicer but light jeans also have their place you can use those to look nice when you're going to a party and you know light jeans are cool because they can make such a contrast in your outfit but dark jeans are also really cool i personally really like dark jeans but like my co-host said there's a time and place for both so yes yes so now i think we've emphasized with a lot of emphasis the topic of dressing casual now we're going to move on to shoes Shoes. A nice pair of shoes can really complete everything. But if you wear the wrong one, eh, your outfit is now a bust. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So what kind of shoes would you recommend, Dominic? Well, this is a little bit tricky because it really depends on your activity and what outfit you're wearing above it. But 
here's just three kinds. And with all these three, remember this, keep your shoes clean. Like if you're, you don't want to be walking around with these ragged, nasty, dirty shoes that you lawn mow in. You'll look like a homeless person. You will. So first up, canvas sneakers. Some nice vans, nice converses. Mm. I really like canvas sneakers. Me too. Get yourself some of those. And again, watch the canvases, not too dirty. Next, we have hiking boots. Again, this would be not tattered, nasty, old hiking boots. And this also depends on what activity you're doing. Don't take your boots everywhere. That's weird. And then lastly, I have sporty sneakers. Some nice pair of Nikes. Something like that. Something clean, something fast. Good for running, good for walking, doing activities like that. So those are my sneaker recommendations. Nice, very nice, very nice. So now on to a bit of a tricky part of dressing nice. Semi-formal. Now... Semi-formal is a very good topic to talk about. But just because it says semi doesn't mean you should ignore the formal part and throw on a t-shirt and white jeans, as we mentioned before, is out of the question. However, you can wear jeans. It just doesn't go all out casual. Yeah, this category works for a lot of things. Um, one is for dates. You Again, use our show in your arsenal. We will back you up. Uh, But this is a very versatile category because like the fedora, it works for pretty much everything. But it can also be tricky because you have to be very careful not to cross the line into full formal. It's a very thin line that you're walking on. It's a very, very tricky line. There's a, a saying, walking on thin ice, and that's this topic, this category of dressing nice. Now, if you want an idea, we can't really explain it to you so we're going to give you a a little clue on how to dress like this little homework type in rockefeller r-o-c-k-e-f-e-l-l-e-r again r-o-c-k-e-f-e-l-l-e-r from the 50s into your search bar and boom you'll have an idea of what to wear this is my personal favorite part of dressing classy you know this works for a lot of occasions as uh, my co-host said very versatile so but also be careful love it yeah but also be very careful because you can walk on a a thin line now we've gone casual we've gone semi-formal now onto a another exciting topic formal wear On to formal attire now. Yes. So I love talking about this, but don't get me wrong. I hate wearing a suit. Now, before you go thinking, well, why is he talking to us about suit if he hates wearing a suit? Because if you've ever worn a suit, you, you know exactly what I'm about to say is true. You put on a suit 
and you can't tell me that you don't feel important. You wear that suit and you feel like you can do anything. I agree. You put on a good fitting suit. You look in the mirror. You just feel like you take on the world. And you think about who wore fancy suits. Well, for one, James Bond. So I'd say pretty awesome. Exactly. And he's one of the 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 models that we mentioned to before, Sean Connery. So, yep. I mean, you like if you've never worn a suit before, buy a suit, which we're going to mention to you very shortly uh, where to buy one uh, buy a suit put it on and if we're wrong you don't feel important let us know but message we, us on our website we guarantee you you will feel different something about you will change so yeah but as we mentioned we know suits can be very expensive we've bought many of them in in uh um our life for different things we've had to do for work and different events we've had to uh, attend. We've bought many suits. And so we're going to give you a few topics on where to find suits that won't break the bank. Because think of the title of this episode is how to be classy on a budget. So that's really what we're striving for with these suit selections. Exactly. Exactly. So for one, the cheapest option is always going to a thrift store. But a thrift store is hit and miss because I have never been able to find a suit for myself, a complete suit there. I found a jacket that's my size and I found pants that are my size, but the jacket's black and the pants are blue. Yeah, so notice <laughs> that, what he's saying here. When you're wearing a formal suit, you want it to match. It's got to be a full piece. Otherwise, it just looks off. So don't even don't even try that, especially yes. if it's a close. Like if it's a black and a blue no no wrong (laughs) wrong you should not do that but if you can find one at a a thrift store this this is going to be the cheapest option that you can get to dress classy on uh, a budget is going to a thrift store and picking up a suit that fits you again And you should pat yourself on the back because you just found something very rare (laughs) (laughs) yes yes and again is important with all of these get one that fits because too tight or too big will just look sloppy and unkept. It'll it's gonna look bad. And then you won't get the cool feeling like you are James Bond. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So option number two is a suit from us from a very good store that we like to buy our suits and many clothing items. There, it's J.C. Penney in the mall. Um, we know I, what you're thinking. <laughs> It sounds a little weird, but it's true. Yeah. So, you know, they have very good options. Um, so just go. And they not only have suits for, um, you know, one size people. <laughs> um, <laughs> they have suits for many different people. Um of all different ages and in in all different sizes um so just look and again find your size you know just that's the most important thing yeah a cool thing about jc penny too is that they will size you sometimes they will actually measure you and they'll tell you help you pick out what suit fits you the best 
And that's really an important thing. Like we've been saying, you want a suit that fits you well. So now let's go on to our third. And this is more of a suit category, especially for a formal setting. Now, most suits that you see are two pieces. That's your jacket and that's your pants. But they have three-piece suits, which are a jacket, a vest that matches, and then your pants. And three-piece suits, in my opinion, are awesome. I love a good three-piece suit. If you thought you felt like a million bucks with just an just a normal suit, you will feel like a billion bucks with a three piece suit. You will feel amazing with a three piece suit. It feels so cool. Yeah. So the next option that we're going to go to is a tux. Now we know a tux isn't the most exactly budget friendly option um, that you, that you can do. Um, but there are places that you can rent tuxes from. Now, again, I wouldn't recommend a tux if you're going like just to a wedding or something, but if you're going to like a formal event, like it's required black tie, you must be formal, then why not pick up a tux? Yeah. I, I want to try it. Thankfully, I have never needed a tux, <laughs> thankfully, because <laughs> I, if, I hate uh, uh, normal suits, how they are. <laughs> so... I can't imagine having to be in a tux. It's just not for me. <laughs> I and don't know. Tuxes are very expensive, and they have very limited range for when you will wear them. You're not going to show up at a business meeting in a tux. That would be really weird. For sure, 100%. You'd be like, oh, you're um, overdressed. And being overdressed may be a put-off. Because maybe they'll think that you think you're better than everyone. And then no one wants to hire anybody like that. Yeah. So use your good common sense when you're going to wear these options. You know. So the last option of formal is very important for this whole thing. It can tie everything together or put the whole outfit off. And it's Wait, not a fedora. <laughs> it's picking a good tie. The mm. tie ties it together. Yes. Imagine that. um, (laughs) Now, my personal favorite, I love a good bow tie. Especially if you're shooting for that old-timey, dapper look. A bow tie is perfect. I've been called dapper by one of the stylish people I know. And it made me feel really good when I wore a bow tie. I was like, score! You know, I got called dapper from this guy. And he's, you know, he's awesome. So... Being on bow ties, let's really quick talk about the difference between a pre-tied t- bow tie and a tie-your-own bow tie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very important to note the difference. If you don't know how to tie a bow tie and you get a, a need-to-tie bow tie and you have an event in like five minutes, it's probably not the best. It took me 20 minutes to learn how to tie a pre-tied bow tie. So, and even then I know I can, I know I need room for, uh, improvement. So because bow ties are trickier than normal ties. So you have to give yourself a little room for error, but at the same time, it's it's pretty easy to learn how to tie a bow tie, especially considering you have YouTube, like that's the biggest (laughs) resource that you have. A major help is YouTube. Don't be, don't be afraid uh, to use youtube so you know that's very important skill if you know if you need other uh, style tips take what you learn in this this podcast and youtube and combine them together 
Um, so, and then you'll look amazing. And your bow tie completes your style because not every bow tie is going to look the same as the next. It doesn't have to be super perfect like the pre-tied ones are made to be to look like it can have your own little flair on it yeah and especially you know a pre a pre tied bow tie just has this look and when people see that it's a pre tied bow tie you will instantly get respect from your friends your family however you will instantly be like oh he tied his he tied that that bow tie okay that's a new skill you can include that in your skills when you're applying for a job hey yo i tied this bow tie (laughs) (laughs) you know i don't know if that will be a selling factor on you but you know it's a good skill to have yeah and you know just with these couple steps you'll look amazing and there's normal ties too and normal ties give you a lot of freedom to choose some really awesome designs but there's some things that you might not even think about, and that's not designs. You can there's tons of knots: Trinity, Eldridge, mm-hmm. the Cape knot, so many different kinds of knots. Just experiment with them. Watch YouTube videos. Yes. Now, sadly, if you're a tall guy like myself, it'll be kind of harder to do those knots because you need more tie, and the normal ties they sell in the store kind of shorter. But hey, if you can find a good length tie, try it out. Try it out. Go for it. Try a different knot. Yep. So just follow these steps. Voila, you're a first-rate gentleman. And the best part, you don't have to sell both your kidneys to afford it. Yeah. Well, gents, ladies, if you're listening... We made it. You made it through another episode of us talking to ourselves. Yes, and I hope this episode helps you like it did me because picking a wardrobe can for sure be challenging. But like always, we got you. And if you need any other questions, let us know. Again, the email's in our in our Anchor account. I'm pretty sure it'll be located somewhere else. <laughs> um, just, just find us. <laughs> yeah, check the description. It'll be down there. Message us. Uh, thanks again for listening. And like always, we hope to see you next time on the Modern Fedora Podcast. Don't forget to wear a fedora. Mm-hmm.